Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay. All right, let's yeah. fist this thing, folks. Good Lord. <laughs> Hello! Halflings! Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tales of Magadu, The Curse of the Spider Queen. I am your very, 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 how many varies do we have? So many varies. Neighborhood Dungeon Master, Jeremy Cobb, and I am joined, oh, my pronouns are he, him, and I am joined for this exciting episode by... It's me, Jeremy Bundell. I will be playing Ref, I use she, her pronouns, Ref uses they, them pronouns, Ref's a level seven. Oh, level seven! Yes! Elon's blessings for all our pugilists, vice club, circle, square, square circle, thingy! (laughs) (laughs) You did it! Yeah! Yeah. yeah, I did not do it. I did you not done do did it. it. Okay. <laughs> move on, quick. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Uh, uh, who's next? Who's next? Uh, I throw it's the me. potato. It's me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> whoop, whoop, I catch the potato. Hello. I, uh, hi, my name is Liv. I am playing Juji Ose, who is a um, to two levels. So, okay, it's getting get confusing. <laughs> two levels in Cleric, and the Cleric nice. is Twilight Cleric. Five levels now in Druid. Circle Ooh. Star Druid. Uh, she is a Bloomer Mary. She uses she, her pronouns, and so do I. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In it. Thank you. Okay. And yeah. coming in with his smooth voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, I am Johnny. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and so does Abawadi, who parties hardy. Actually, he doesn't really hey. party hard. He? he parties hardly, actually. He parties hardly. Yes. Um, yeah, that's he better, is a yeah. copper ironmaster artificer battlesmith, and who is now level seven and has a really cool new trick that I can't wait to use. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I know what it is. Yeah. I literally am waiting to get fun. to that level. Yeah, it just occurred to me, Johnny, one of our final warm ups for the show, The Butterfly Lion, that you had led, you led us at a chant of come to the uh, Timbavati party. party. And now I'm reminded (laughs) the Abawadi party. Nice. Come to the Abawadi party. Yeah. Significantly cool. toned down from the Timberwati party, I think. <laughs> Come to the Abawadi party. A cup of tea and some bits of metal is a party for Abawadi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. My finger sandwich has shavings of metal in it. My gums are bleeding. Abawadi is like the animals that eat rocks and help them with, like, use them to help with their digestion. He just uses, yeah, he just eats. Scraps of metal. <laughs> 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 
yeah <laughs> to help shred his his food that's he so funny chew. he just swallows nope. his food whole. don't have teeth yep. that's so funny <laughs> but you know who does chew this me. next guy yeah. it's me what a segue i chew things <laughs> nice wow tell, tell us more about your chewing uh, well i only do it on wednesdays the rest of the time i swallow things whole um <laughs> Oh, and like a big old snake and hinging your jaw, yeah. Uh, nice. And my name is Jasper William Cartwright. <laughs> For those of you who are watching this, gift that. <laughs> no, 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 no! Please no! give that. I, I love it all, but it's good. Do it. <laughs> that needs to be a reaction. That moment, yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. that we record yeah. these things now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nowhere to hide. That was so embarrassing. That's online forever. That is so deeply embarrassing. <laughs> when people like, start posting that under like thirst traps <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Hunger traps, more like. No. Very hungry. Uh, TTRPG <laughs> thirst trap, and it's just me, a gif of me going, ah, well. oh my God. <laughs> Awful. Don't, because that's someone's thing. That Don't. is someone's thing. <laughs> that is someone's thing. thing. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Whose thing it is not, though, is Muti Quoba, who, like me, uses he, him pronouns, uh, who is a level seven college of eloquence bard selvin and selvin um please jeremy can we move on because uh let the man speak yes. i will I'm move done. on I'm done to the episode <laughs> don't be done we haven't even started okay. no, done. <laughs> we will begin during the night as each of you sleep even through oh, the walls of the hut the magical tiny hut you all are blessed by a vision of Layla in your dreams, who appears to each of you and says, We bring you this help on your journey. And as they say this, they sort of like lower their head and almost like shaking from their antlers, stardust just like shaking off and falling upon each of you. That's how we're incorporating story-wise the idea that all of you are growing a level. Oh, Layla came and blessed you all and boosted you to level 7. Thank there you. it is, folks. Eh, thank you. Very kind. Stardust in my throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 effort, the amount of effort that it takes to get the stardust out of your throat gets you to level 7. Uh, wow. You just build up so much and strength. Stardust gets everywhere. Like, you think you've got yeah. it all, and then you're like, uh, yeah, like a week later in the shower. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> coarse, dry, gets everywhere. Yeah, you're going to be blowing glitter <laughs> yes, out of your Johnny. nose for months. Yes, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone missed that, I am deeply sorry for you. But Johnny, Johnny's made yeah. the best yeah, reference. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I missed. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah no, 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 I get it. I know. I didn't there. hear what he said, but when you said reference, I, my brain went like. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. So the following morning, you all awake. Uh, once, once uh, the the hut is dropped uh, and everything, you're back in Moody's study. What do you? What would you all like to do? You know that you're you're scheduled to meet the monarch very shortly and embark upon your quest. What 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 do you what do you do? What what do you do, Darren? I put my arm Darren! back on. <laughs> oh, Breakfast. Darren. Darren is already there. Yeah, of uh, course. Saying, 
Yes, I had a feeling you would be waking up right about now. <laughs> he comes forward <laughs> with a selection of, here's what we're going to say. We're going to say that Darren is a full-on uh, yam vegan, which is to say he eats mm. yam substitute everything. So it's like yams substituted for everything. Right. So he brings you a full breakfast of yams that have been treated to look and taste like other things. Uh, yam bacon. So there's like Whoa. eggs in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like bacon. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Wait, no, yeah, I just heard yam that. What? No. Wow. Yeah, yam okay. eggs. Yam bacon. <laughs> That's right. Green eggs and yam. Yam bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take it into prayer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Really? Absolutely. 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 Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Well done. I'll need it. Starting off strong today. <laughs> I'll need it. Yeah, because you do roll like trash. I roll like absolute shit. <laughs> roll like absolute poo poo. <laughs> That's me. Poo poo. After Hedy, you eat your plates, uh, Darren just sort of backs into the corner. You see that he appear apparently had been along uh, along with Rago. They had actually continued organizing more of the study while you all were asleep. Rago has completely passed out. Uh, is just sitting in the corner, like just full like. Whereas our boy. Boy, our boy Darren does not really need to sleep being an ancestor. Don't worry, I give them time and a half for working uh, the night shifts, so that's uh, fine. I believe him. Nice. Good, good on us. Good, I mean, so. we would have just assumed that the fact that you have to say it, you know, worries me. Sure. <laughs> just saying it? That's or? fair. Darren's, that's fair. Darren slaps Rago on the shoulder and is like, see that? Job well done. You get compensated properly for it. <laughs> we have a fair and wise employer. And just smiles back. I make direct eye contact with Juji and I just point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we should probably go on this deftifying uh, never to return mission, maybe? <laughs> we should pack some extra yams for the journey. Of course. In case they don't have the yams there. Darren runs out to get yams. Can I have already put on, try on his frog's legs? I presume they're kind of like Ooh. sort of slimy legging type things that just look oh, absolutely hideous. Slimy leggings. <laughs> oh, you just assume they're slimy well, they're leggings. Normal leggings are hard enough. Is that what you want? So like, I had <laughs> thought of them, conceived of them as just literal legs. Just frogs' legs, but I like your idea better. So oh, yes, as you attuned to these legs, a full fleshy pair of giant, now gigantic, uh, moist frog oh. legs yeah. with claws, complete mm-hmm. with claws, over your actual legs, and they're just like slightly more outturned and slightly more bent now. Uh, so yeah, he's yeah. just wow. with a little bit of that kind of waddle. Permanent plie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Your second oh. is very good. <laughs> I feel like Juji would rush over to Abawade like, no, it's an infection from the Spider Queen. She's infected. Oh, no, no. Oh. Uh, I think <laughs> I'm right. To let, me, <laughs> uh, let me just try. Um, can I try doing a doing high jump? How how high yeah, is he? Sure. Actually, I don't know. Ah, he's yes. he's got low wisdom. He's probably not going to check. He's probably just too yeah. intrigued by the thought of it. So can I just oh, try yeah. try a high jump? <laughs> I will ask. I will ask uh, Jasper. How tall are the ceilings of Muti's study? Uh like ten, maybe twelve feet. Let's go twelve. Feet. <laughs> 
ceiling. Abba Wada has yeah. a 25. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. Doesn't Abba Wada have like a sure. 25 foot vertical or something? Or a 15 uh, foot vertical it's, it's now? It's 15, yeah. It's 15 He's foot. He's got a 15 and foot vertical. And there's vert. stuff on the ceiling uh, as well. Oh, no. Spears oh, no. pointing downwards. Yeah. Axes. Blades. Yeah. Abawade jumps into the air. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh, you lock boy. yourself into the into air. Cheese it just kind of reminds me, I don't know if you've seen, oh, I, I can't remember great. what it is, but there's like a TV show where they play a prank on someone, they put like an airbag on his seat. Yes. Like this is kind of what yes, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Abawade puts him on and goes, and just no, nice. through the ceiling. That's basically what I'm picturing right now. <laughs> what did Abawade get? Uh, don't break my bones. I got a six. Abawade launches himself into the ceiling conking his head for three damage just just comes tumbling back down no not your head we need that oh that's smart that was interesting you've got these mad fascinating I have indeed my hops are mad Oh, well, has anybody that got an ice in, pack? Uh, very helpful, I think, uh, at some point. Yes. Uh, perhaps uh, do a ceiling check before you do. That might be a good uh, <laughs> idea. <laughs> Should we go outside so that we can test them some more? Of course. Shall we be on our way? We should be on our way. Yes, yes. Let's, we should just go. Let's Anything else go, we need to, to do? Nope, all good. Okay, I'll stop avoiding it. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Judy oh, has like put on like all of her armor and is holding a shield. And I imagine that it just makes her look like a kid that's been wrapped up for winter. Just <laughs> oh, <laughs> can't put her arms down. Yeah. <laughs> <it looks> like... <laughs> you guys set off, make your way through the vast university back through the city along the path that you now know to the palace where you are met by the guards who of course wave you through you are escorted through the throne room through the back passages all the way to the well room uh, where the monarch Tijani is waiting with spelunking equipment that's right we're talking pythons we're talking ropes grappling hooks just standing there they're sort of like piled on the ground you get the sense that uh, the monarch did not <laughs> physically carry them in there themselves but they are <laughs> they are standing there with a pile of climbing equipment as we walk in juji like says well 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 and stares directly at the monarch <laughs> like locking <laughs> eyes you'll turn around to juji and go did you not expect us to meet the monarch Again? What? I, oh, I was just looking at the equipment. Just, you sort of did like a well, 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 like, you know, like you were like, oh, imagine seeing you here. That's kind of what I imagined the next bit was going to be. Oh, I, I, I thought it was a well, well to do the. Um... It's a well pun because it's a well, so. No, I. <laughs> very, no, very well. That's very good. No, did you hear that, Butcher? Did you hear that, Butcher? The, no, the monarch walks, no, no, just does not that. say anything as this is happening, walks, maintaining eye contact with Juji, <laughs> picks up one set of equipment and just drops it down the well. <laughs> No, and then just continue no. staring at God. No. Now, no. Uh, great monarch, can I, that didn't seem to be, uh, the, you, you know, uh, that was uncalled for. Wow, you're I, on very I, shaky ground. Honestly, I've actually had a loss for once in my life. I don't think there's anything else we need to say to each other. Uh, I hope to see. You all, when you get back, <laughs> just leave. Oh, wow. <laughs> just oh, walk out of the room. Well, well, uh, well. I, I didn't want I didn't want to undermine their authority, uh, but um, 
I, I, I don't really fancy all of this climbing and pitons. I get rope burn very easily. No. So, uh, and he's going to pluck off five small bits of metal from his uh, robe and <gasps> cast them all. And they sort of find themselves uh, hovering around your feet. They expand <gasps> and create these sort of small nets that hover around your feet. And he's, he's cast uh, Featherfall on all of you. Uh, God so, bless uh, you. Sick. Probably hop down. Yeah. Yes. That how, is marvellous. Juji locks eyes sure. with you and it's just like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Stay sassy. <laughs> you dapped you up. Can, <laughs> you dapped Juji up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well. You know how to do it, right? I had to do it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do it to him. You got to do it to him. <laughs> Shall we? Let's. Yes, I, I, I guess we should. Um, maybe if I go first, I have the ability to fly for a short period. So oh, maybe excellent. if anyone gets into any trouble, they can shout and I can sort of try and intercept just in case for any reason the spell breaks or... Or anything. I'm sure it's fine. Let's. Why don't we grab some mm. of the? Now I think about. Let's just yeah, grab a couple. Let's take some anyway. I think yeah, take yeah, them yes, anyway. Yeah, just in case. Sure, yeah. And we yeah, should go soon go because maybe. the spell doesn't last very long. So uh, yeah. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's so if, if, if we can attach a rope to come back up, to come a rope to come back up would be good. good probably. We don't know how deep it's going to be. I feel like you know how long is a piece of rope. I'm going to go. I'm. Everybody's just going to hop down. He's going to hop down. I grab a bag and then I jump in. Wait, what happened to the... I'm getting, doing the rope plan that someone mentioned and then jumped in a while. <laughs> Reth is just tying, hurriedly tying a rope, yes! like stabbing yes! some pythons into the ground. I'll, I'll turn around to Reth and say, honestly, Reth, the horrors that we're about to face, I really feel like getting back out of this hole is going to be the easiest thing we have to do in the next week or so. <laughs> Shall we? Okay. <laughs> Jump in the freaking well. Uh, Moosey will go back to his office now, joking. Let's go! <laughs> You did get me. You did, you did get me. Yeah, you were yes. last in the room. I should have seen that one coming. Hey, yeah, just leave the it. meeting. Um, just leave. That's it. I'm not over the rest of the season. <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> Cut back to Mooty's study. You see carrying a wheelbarrow full of yams, having pushed it all the way through uh, the university. A heavily <laughs> sweating <laughs> Darren. Just like, <laughs> I came as as I could. Uh, uh, it just passes out on the ground. Darren is a truly unbelievable oh, employee. Dear. Like <laughs> it's incredible the work ethic of this man. Give give them a raise. I'm gonna give the them a raise. God. They're getting time and half understand it now. <laughs> So, as you begin to descend, the walls of the well initially look like, you know, your regular, like, stone. Eventually, though, you start to pass the stone, and it's just, like, a hole of, like, earth that has just been formed and remained. You can see what looks like little, like, there are a series of, like, holes in the wall, almost as if, like, there used to be things growing through all of those holes. As you descend Further, however, things start to get a little weird. No one is quite sure when it happens, but almost as if like falling asleep. I think it's probably a similar sensation. You don't really, at least if you're anything like me, you don't actually notice falling asleep. You just mm -hmm. suddenly are dreaming. And first, I'm going to ask Johnny, mm. because you were the first one who jumped. Oh. 
Can you describe for me? Then this is what Abuwade will experience. I need no. for you to describe for me, and I will join with you in this description if you wish. The process by which Abuwade gained his most, uh, what you think is his most useful and valued knowledge, like his pursuit of knowledge. That's what I need for you to describe for me. Ooh, um... uh, an equivalent would be like a student remembering hours of reading textbooks and mm studying. Uh, maybe if they're a chemistry student, they remember themselves like in the lab, hearing lectures, doing experiments, late nights, that sort of thing. From Abawadi in his current life, in his current form, what he remembers, it would be a quite large group of people standing around an object trying to bring it to life and each one pitching in ideas so you get somebody from the back saying oh maybe if we uh, maybe if we put the cog over there and we turn it around like this and then somebody else sort of shouting something else other people shouting out loud he interjects with something and and it's a sort of collective uh sort of tearing up of 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 knowledge that's probably mm. what happened to him i imagine Mm, that's re that's awesome and it's like years and years of that experiencing that the sense yeah. of uh I, I guess what what feelings would do you think that abawade associates with that kind of process oh i think uh comfort and the warmth of uh community i think that's the most sort of at home he feels is when he's sort of collectively working towards a sort of scientific goal um mm. so yeah quite he has quite a positive feeling about that all right those are the feelings that warmth and positivity is what abawade is kind of sitting in moving on the next person to have jumped was juji same question what do you think juji would experience in terms of her gaining the knowledge that she holds most dear this can be either memories in Wagadu or in the upper realms, because Juji has a okay. fair number of memories from her time in the upper realms, even if they are okay. sort of like vague. I think Juji gets flashes of, yeah, her time in the upper realms. She sees herself struggling to learn academically. She sees her family who are uh, adept at such things and the massive library that they 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 have in their home and the magical amere natural knowledge that everyone in her family possesses except seemingly for her and i think she sees herself for the first time heading out into nature and finally feeling at home and realizing that to be knowledgeable you don't have to be an academic you can you can feel you can mm -hmm. feel magic all around you yeah mm-hmm Damn, Liv. Yeah. Thank you. What are the feelings that Juji associates with the more intuitive part when she starts to rely on her intuition, her emotional connection with nature and the world around her? A feeling of pride, definitely. Like, pride in herself for one of the first times. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that is the feeling that Juji is sitting in, which brings us to Ref, the next one to jump. What do you think Ref would be remembering in a situation like this? It's funny because if you asked Ref, they would be like, oh, I don't, don't really know facts. I don't learn things, books, what? No, I'm, I'm not very smart. But what they're, what they're remembering is all that time in the forest with Zito. They're remembering what at the time felt like just living this like perfectly like fresh and almost untroubled life for all those like days and weeks and 
just being one with nature, but learning so much because there was literally everything to learn. Mm. It was really nice. Yeah. Like, how did, yeah, how do you think Reth feels about those memories as they're re-experiencing them? I think, like, leaving in Zito was always hard, and it's been so long now, and I think they thought that they're, they thought that they would have done more to help in Zito or to, you know, fulfill their promise, and, mm-hmm. you know, that they feel a bit like they haven't really, achieved, you know, achieved it, um, and... You know, have they have they done enough? And they they miss miss Zito. Mm. So, from Reth's perspective, even as they're like remembering themselves doing all these things and sort of like re-experiencing it, there's like a part of them that is sitting kind of outside of that. Like, but this isn't my reality right now, and feels a sense of would it be fair to say guilt? A little bit, yeah. Mm. I mean. <laughs> Yes, a whole thing with guilt. Like guilt's a whole thing. So yeah, let's add this guilt in there. But like, <laughs> seriously, I have felt like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And finally, Mooty Gub. What does Mooty experience? Re-experience uh, as as he descends. I think Mooty would experience a moment of like polarity in his life where he had kind of spent so long in search of knowledge and kind of the the sort of wanting to sort of store knowledge and this idea of collecting it or collating it in some way and I think he'd started to discover that through spirits which is something that he didn't ever anticipate because he was always kind of at odds with them but I think he'd started to kind of discover it through this connection like one-to-one connections with different spirits and gaining knowledge and things like that but then I think discovering I think he's probably thinking about discovering Alamo's book which is something that he'd sort of searched for for a long time I think feeling that kind of uh, feeling almost like a connection with someone who shared that same thirst for knowledge that he did and sort of feeling these sort of two very different parts of him like the sort of very kind of in one with Wagadu uh, I want to feel and learn and embrace Wagadu and then this kind of slightly forensic chaotic slightly darker side of him which is like and I want to like learn the fabric of this place so that I can use it and manipulate it and change it and which I think is like something that Alamo shared and so I think that kind of living with that duality of that moment so I think in terms of the feeling or sensation it's like um I think yeah he probably feels this kind of pull a little bit between this scholarly bard like self and then his old sort of darker kind of you know um some darker ways which always kind of lingered in the background as like a something that could potentially threaten his balance and equilibrium um and kind mm-hmm. of where he started i guess in Mugadu. so all right yeah. and each of you experience these for as long as you experienced them initially like it is essentially from your own perspective you are reliving these events and going through the process of gathering this knowledge and the process of discovery once more and as you reach the end of that process each of you in turn find yourselves almost like as if your bodies are on autopilot crawling out of an ethereal golden stream You find yourselves in a place you don't remember having traveled here. You're not entirely sure how you did, but you have arrived together in what uh, it was just an absolutely beautiful sight. What you see before you is a vast grove of baobab trees. For anyone who's not familiar with what a baobab tree is, imagine they're very weird looking, but imagine like a very fat 
round trunk with almost no branches extending potentially quite high and in the case of these baobab trees incredibly high like impossibly high and there are no branches until you hit the very top of the tree and then you have like a tiny little toupee of branches that somebody set on top of like this this brown cylinder but you see these things they are as I said, impossibly high. There are so many of them. There is lush vegetation all over the place, and the sky is bathing all of this in a real magic hour light. It's a real Days of Heaven kind of feel if you've seen that movie. Also surrounding you are a number you don't know how many, could be infinite, uh, number of similar ethereal golden streams that you saw that all seem to be flowing towards this grove, all like converging like paths or threads. What would you all like to do as you arrive here, kind of find yourselves almost coming out of like almost a dream or reliving those memories? Uh, that was a, a trip. <laughs> Oh, I... Oh, yes, I remember all of you. Oh, good. What were we, what uh, were we that's doing? Good. That's a good start. Oh, my. I guess we made it. These trees are huge. These are the baobab trees, I'm, I'm guessing. So we're at the right place. That's good. We haven't been snapped up yet. Uh, <laughs> but I think everyone should have their head on a swivel, though, just because we don't know... Mm who or what could be presiding here, if any of our theories are correct. Yes. So I do agree. And Juju's going to kind of like dreamily, like, you know, float along, but she's going to just like, as she passed Reth, once again, she's going to just like, like, cup their cheek, and then we'll like cast Vigil and Blessing, like, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> right, yes, right, okay, okay, I'm looking around, I'm looking for danger. Okay. She looks back and she's like, I should stop doing this. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, Reth has gone from, like, dreamy peace, like, wow, to suddenly, like, an adrenaline okay. shot. Just, <gasps> oh, yeah. I should really stop doing this. Um, Jeremy, can I make a, a nature check, please? Just on the general vicinity? Yeah, okay. a nature check to try and figure out, like, what kinds of plants there are. What, what yeah, would be the plants, the, the fruits and whatnot. Can I walk over seeing Juju kind of expecting these plants and sort of offer any experience I've had with, like, plants I've seen in the spirit world, things like that, uh, as a way of assisting uh, and giving mm, help. Actually. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I forgot that druids aren't actually good at nature. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah. well, you have advantage yeah. though, so you can you can do su- you can do survival if you want. If that helps, I would love to do survival. Yeah. That would be fair. Yeah. Do survival Tedious. with advantage. Survival as well, actually. Hell yeah! All right, come on, baby. Oh, oh yeah! All right, all right. Um, that is twenty-six. Ooh, yes. Okay. There we go. There we go. Well, as you inspect these plants and the general area surrounding you, I think you pick up on the fact that these plants are almost not even like physical, real plants. They're not fake, but it feels like they're almost representations of something blooming. From like be, something feeding on whatever is flowing through these streams, and I think as your eye is kind of drawn to the streams, you pick up on the fact that even though there is not like a clear pattern looking at the streams initially, with your twenty six survival check, you notice that these streams are slanting. Ever 
ever so slightly to the left, as if they're being drawn forward in just a very large and gradual spiral. And way off in the distance, you can see a golden ray of light that rises into the sky. And you see, as you like follow its path up into the sky, very faintly, as if it's like behind the sky itself, barely visible, hanging is what looks like an enormous constellation that seems to form an impossibly vast web shape. Mm. Oh, boy. Okay. It looks like gum. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like there is gum flowing through these rivers. Oh, ew. She takes out a spray pit. <laughs> you are all you, you see like Juji like step forward and then she like looks around, bends down, looks at the streams, puts her hand in for a second, looks up there towards like the sky and goes, okay, I think she's there. Something's there. And then she's like, yeah, Jeff should tell I'm so sorry, my dear. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done Juji, this. Juji, as you touch this water, you get like the briefest flash of... It feels like the memory of a baby learning to walk. Like a moment of discovery, the moment of discovery that a baby feels when it's like, oh, Mm. when I fall forward, I fall forward onto this foot. And then like, oh, I'm doing it. And then they fall over. But there's like (laughs) the moment of discovery that a baby feels when it first starts to walk. It takes its first steps. And there are like several streams. Like how many streams? Oh, infinite. Oh. Oh. Infinite. Okay, I look at the others and I'm like, I think th- this is these are the memories, the streams and the memories, right, of just everyone in Wagadu. I'll let you know with a 26, uh, with your 26 survival. I think you realize these are what appear to be flowing by in like real time knowledge. As people yeah. in Wagadu gain yeah. knowledge, it is coming oh. here and flowing through here, like in real cool. time. Like what you just touched, a baby just felt that. Like, very recently. A baby just recently felt that. Okay, I'll explain that to the others. Do you explain this to Mooty? Yeah, yeah. I think Mooty sticks his head in. No, no, Mooty, as you stick your head in, you get, like, a rush. It feels like listening to the THX, like, pre-movie logo sound, but with the largest sound system you've ever heard. It is absurdly overwhelming. And I'm going to need you to make me a wisdom saving oh, throw. No. Okay. I was about to just just try and grab yeah. it. I like it. But I'll give you a... I think, yeah. I think Reth went to, went to grab me. Yeah, both of you can like, both... Well, you know what? That's up to, that's 11. Up to that is not going to be enough. Mooty, you feel yourself <laughs> being pulled like... You feel your own memories and sense of identity being lost in this endless sea of information for just a split second before you achieve full, like, ego death. <laughs> uh, Reth and Juji yank you out of yeah. the water. No, 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 like, let me go back in. Let me go back in. Oh, <laughs> no, I cannot do this. Ah. <laughs> Juji's just stuck on the side of you. Wrath is doing all the work. Who? Ha! Wow! That is Woo-hoo! okay. Ha! Whoa! Ha! Don't do do that. Don't do that. Do oh, maybe we should all do- no. Don't. <laughs> Mooty, you get the sense that if you had stayed there, there was a good chance that you never would have left. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> wow, thank you. 
You may have saved my life. There we go. There we go. Wow, that was a rush. Woo! Abawada, if you want to jump in, I'll pull you out because you should try that. It's it's like really intense. Wow, it's like your mind is expanding and melding and you kind of forget who you are for a minute, but then you... Can I dip a frog toe into one of the streams? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Abawade. (laughs) Yes. Abawade, uh, you stick your toe in. You feel like the body of an athlete. And in this moment, you get the sensation of learning a new ceremonial dance step. Just like, oh, and like the sense of discovery and joy that a person feels. They gain another part of essentially their cultural heritage. And then... (gasps) It goes just as soon as you, like, remove your toe. Wow, right? Oh, oh my. Yes. Oh, that was bracing. It is. Look, look, look what I can do now. I look at Wrath and I'm, like, so worried. (laughs) (laughs) Try and do the dance. Uh, Do a history check. If there's any jumping in the dance, I've got the frog slang. Yes. (laughs) Roll me a history check. See if you can recall the dance. (laughs) Come on, that's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus eight, so for a 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let wow. him die. You know what? <laughs> Abawade, you felt the memory slipping away from you as soon as you pulled out. It was almost like you just had a memory of like, oh yeah, I knew that once. But as you roll that net 20, you it comes surging back. Like you like <laughs> leak forward, grasp it as tightly as you've ever grasped any piece of knowledge. I I can't remember which culture it is, but have you guys ever seen the dance where people are like moving their feet like so fast it looks like they're just gliding yes. across yeah. the ground? And they usually wear like yes. the they wear yeah. like the mast and like the striped like stocking type things. Yeah, their torsos like don't move and their legs are just like <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's an African dance. I can't remember which culture it's from, but yeah, it's incredible. Abuade starts absolutely throwing down, like <laughs> and starts like gliding across the ground. It is unbelievable. And you know what, Abuade? <laughs> also with your natural twenty. You Uh get a profound sense of deja vu. Oh. As you look around at the surrounding area, Abwadi, you've been here before. No. What? Uh, I guess still dancing, I'm going to say, I don't want to alarm anybody. But uh, you don't want to I think <laughs> We I've don't want been to. here okay. before. It's, it's, it's just so distracting. The dancing is very similar to the sound of a lot of legs. Yeah, Yim is break dancing next to our one. Mochi's dad dancing. Pointing. That freaked me out initially. The forest father already freaked me out, and now it's just we've got a, a mobile one that's just always with us. Okay, great. Okay, we should go and find the, I don't know, the grove inside the grove. We should let's just go quickly, and and, and the, the trees will answer all our questions. And then as soon as we we reach the trees, then everything will be solved. I know we thought this before when we were going to see the golden-eyed grio, but this time. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, I think we I did solve everything. We're here, right? Because of because of me? No? Okay. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Let's, let's go. Yes. Um, let's uh, go. Way. Can, uh, <laughs> just based on that last uh, revelation, can Abuadi remember anything like uh, the nature of his last visit here? Like what, what, like where, why, why he was last here, what he saw when he was last here, if he met anybody specific when he was last here or, or just, just he remembers that it is familiar. 
I'll give you two things that you remember with a natural 20. The first is that this memory of you being here before is probably like you you get the sense that it is older than the King Dog Bay okay. memory. Oh, wow. The second thing that you remember is that you know where you guys are going. Oh. You know the way. <laughs> right. Follow me. Don't step on the streams. Let's go. Um, one second ah. before we go. Um, I think it would be good if you wouldn't mind bearing with me for just, just ten minutes. And Juji is going to uh, cast as a ritual, if everyone uh, will allow her, water walk for everyone because she didn't want anyone going near this shit. <laughs> Interesting. You, you, you didn't like the dance? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, what are, what are oh, you doing just, there? Just, just give me a... Oh, but if you could just... Okay. While Tabo, you can do that dance forever, by the way. I'm just going to say you now have the knowledge of that dance just permanently. Fantastic. You can't do any other like of the dances that person knew. You just know that one and can execute it at an incredibly <laughs> high level. Because Abawadi can't dance at all. Like, he's a terrible dancer. <laughs> but this one one, I like it. Could I, real quick, just whilst this is happening, try and basically focus on a time where I remember learning something and just poke it, just to see if there's a way of, like... Connect, if there's any connection between the two, or it's mm. just like a random memory every time. A specific memory that you have. Yes. That's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll try and remember something specifically that I, like a time where I remember learning something and I'll just like poke my finger into the stream. All right. Roll a history check with advantage because you just experienced a lot of learning. Uh, that is a 22. Yeah. You put your finger in and you are back in that same spot. It's like the moment that you learned who lived atop the white twins. And like the moment of like, oh, you are back on top of that cold mountain wearing the bush baby onesie. Wind is howling. You you just crawled out of a snowdrift. And then as soon as the memory ends, you're back. I think for anyone like looking at Mooty, there's like a brief second where like I think Mooty has like a little like tear in his eye and it's like a moment of hesitation. Probably having seen Ongenagama in the memory is like like there's like a real moment where he has to like stop mm. himself, I think. And then if it's possible, could someone please stand in between me and the stream? That'd be great. I will be completely honest with you, I don't trust myself entirely. I don't either! Juji says, still trying to cast her ritual. Sorry, what are you doing, Juji? I don't worry about it. Just give me a second. Don't touch the string. Reth has been watching watching Juji like prep stuff. Reth has been standing behind Juji, but like subtly, so that Juji doesn't notice, and has this yam and this dried monkey's tail, and it's just it's just waving it around behind <laughs> Juji. What? Occasionally what are you her. doing? <laughs> you, do I know this strange person? I, I feel like Juji's in the middle of a ritual. <laughs> like, yeah. you might not. I don't notice. You don't know what's happening. Sure, uh, yeah, cool. you. Are you trying I'm just to waving a tail at you. <laughs> well, but well, then as soon as you say that, Mooty, Reth's just like, yep, coming. Right. No problem. And like puts it away and, and comes over to stand between you and a stream. Can... Throw uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to use this wondrous item, but... Is that... Yes. Is that I will. I will absolutely let you activate it that way. Yes. <laughs> what have you done? I was feeling like shaman has gone mad. We push shaman too far. We push it too far. Liv, Gigi has advantage on investigation and acrobatics checks for the next hey. hour. Yeah. 
and, oh, and a climbing speed. And a climbing speed oh, equal oh. to your walking speed. Hey, oh. Uh, oh you to bear babs, awesome. investigate them, and then acrobatics offer them you can. That's all sweet, the sweet 20 feet of movement that I now have. Sweet, sweet 20 feet. <laughs> so I'm so weak. And then Rex is and stands, yeah, stands. We will say that Juji doesn't actually notice initially, but as like Reth explains this to you, you look down and your hands and feet have transformed into a vervet monkey hands and feet. Uh, And you now have a little vervet monkey tail that extends. I guess not that little. It's the it's a Juji sized vervet monkey tail that now extends from behind you. Huh. Mm. I didn't know. It was going to do that. I this is not the spell I cast. No, I'm sorry. No, Juju, it was me. I'm sorry. I thought it would be a subtle thing. Oh, God. Juju, this is very Screaming normal for Wagadu. I spent, like, a long time with antelope legs sticking out of my chest. So, you know, this is very... <laughs> honestly, this legs. is nice compared to what I... I got monkey hands at uh, one point. I don't even have arms at one point. No arms. Just I was going to look at Looty and say... Antelope legs out of your chest. That looks super yes. weird. And while he's saying this, he's going to be doing the dance in his frog legs. <laughs> <laughs> that is too weird, man. Uh, can I summon my my spectral rainbow antelope legs out of my chest and join? No, try and join uh, Abawade in the dance. <laughs> with my legs. You're just dancing like on your chest. <laughs> just with these antelope legs trying to like pitter yeah. patter on the as ground you're, as you're doing that. Juju uses her shield to cast Mage Hand, but it's a trunk coming out of her shield. Like, stop it! Neem <laughs> <laughs> is now popping and locking. Go, Neem's got to make it contemporary. Go, always does. It's this. Uh, just by the way, it's the uh, out of game. It's the Zauli dance. Uh, is the ah, name of the dance? Uh, thank you. Ritual dances. I, I oh, urge okay. you to look it up. It's, f- uh, amazing it's to watch. phenomenal. Yeah, it's so, it's cool. so incredible. Yeah. Uh, so which uh, way are we going? Uh, so on that, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, are we, we uh, you said you know which way we we're going. Shall we uh, head that way, or is anyone else concerned uh, yes. about the, the Let's go. spider web? Also, by the way, just as we walk and talk, mm. you know, anyone else concerned yes, about very. that? Yes. That seems. I'm on alert. I'm looking around. Uh, quick uh, DM. Sorry, DM. Uh, there's no sign of the uh, like the web, sort of touching any of the like floral fauna or the streams or anything like we're not seeing like it's, be- it's beyond the sky it's, okay it's like if, if it's like in the twilight magic hour you look up and you can vaguely see stars okay. okay essentially you can barely see stars it's almost like this place is being so. held by it or something cocooned within it mm-hmm. maybe oh or maybe just it's like she's just kind of perched in the corner you know how spiders make a little web in the corner mm. sometimes and they just kind of fly they have their little home situation within. wait to yes, attack exactly so yes no um she yes. just made her home here maybe i am slightly worried um, what we're going way, to find at the center though the the, the sort of uh, the um, idea of the wound I'm just, ugh, yeah anyway by the way you yes. carry on <laughs> it's much less i uh, just uh she gestures and points down at the stream that she's now stood on like okay this is going to last for an hour now so just yes um Oh, good. Also, uh, Reth, I have calmed down slightly. Thank you for whatever the fuck this is. Um, uh, (laughs) They're like these very long fingered black furry hands and feet. Like, it's it's fine, you know, because I become I've become a monkey before, but it's just usually I'm fully a monkey and not bits of me. So that's yes. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, though. This is great. I like this though, and then her tail comes out, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yim just starts instinctively chasing it. Which uh, is like batting so at it. So does Moocha. Uh, Moocha's skull. <laughs> clearly publicly <laughs> fighting. Moocha! Moocha's skull! What are you doing? Like, puppeting Stop, it? Stop, come back! Moocha, behave! <laughs> Sorry, oh. you know. This is great. <laughs> Macabre. He will not let go. <laughs> As you travel along this stream and you start to pass some of these baobabs, you notice you are not alone in this place. You see next to the base of the baobab trees, spirits, the spirits you would assume that Monarch Tijani told you about. They kind of look like humanoid shaped figures, but shrouded in you're not sure what kind of a material, but they are covered in these beautiful and complex golden designs. And you can see as you start to pass more of them that they are dangling uh, calabashes in the streams. And as the calabashes become full, they lift them out of the streams and pour the contents over themselves. And you can see like the water as they pour it on, the golden water flows into those glowing designs and they begin to glow brighter for a moment before kind of settling back into their usual levels of brilliance. And each of these spirits are just sitting there, just seemingly doing this almost on a loop, like continuously. And it's not just spirits that are here. You see that there are mortals. Uh, they look like ancestors and otherwise drinking from various streams. Uh, like off in the distance, you can kind of see them. They're, they're like, they have the cupped hands. They're like cupping water out and just drinking from these streams. I think, Muti, it's fair to say, as you look at these people, they are probably uh, what you would have become yeah. had you rem- was, had you not been pulled out of the water. Yeah, that was what I was guessing. Uh, these, yeah. It's very likely that these are mortals who have gained entry to the grove over the ages and have just remained here. Is there anything anyone would like to do in response to that? If not, okay, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Should we try to help them? I think... Should we try to help them? If I'm being completely honest, Yuji... There is some natural orders here that that are going on, and I wouldn't want to mess with anything that we don't know exactly how it works just yet. I think should we get to a point where we fully understand this place, then potentially we could seek to help them. Does anyone else share that concern that if we dip a toe in the wrong water, as we've already done, mm. might cause ripples and waves in ways we, didn't, we weren't necessarily planning? That's all I'm concerned about. Maybe we could solve the... the- first problem first mm. because that's also a problem and then yes so save the other people after that i think that's that would be my vote for sure i suppose sure yes i reluctantly agree uh, but abawadi is going to do a little check just to see if there is anybody who looks like uh they are wearing the same uh kind of uh, garb or anything familiar in terms of from his memory. Yeah, roll me an investigation check. I got a nine, but I have a plus eight to my investigation, so that's a 17. With a 17, you can see that there are again, nowhere nearby, but you can see off in the distance various amongst the various ancestors and people who have come here, you can see people that look like they're wearing Iron Master clothing and like you can see glints of metal, but you don't see anything that's like a clear indication of like, ah, yes, they were from Dog Bay's time. Like, and also this place is infinitely large, so odds are you could see one if you searched long enough, but it would it would be, mm. yeah, you don't see one imminently. Yeah, put a put a mental pin in that and keep keep going, keep walking. All right. 
Uh, as you continue, the grove is mostly beautiful, but there are various spots that you start to encounter that look like something happened, like if it, almost like a great, like a huge impact occurred. Like it looks like there were parts where the land may have been shattered at one point. And you can even see that the, the streams that you're walking along will like divert in various spots or like be like sort of filtered through it. However, it does look like the vegetation has kind of gr- grown around these cracks and the, the landscape seems to have like shifted and sort of filled in enough for the streams to continue unbroken. And this, this happens you know, you encounter one or two of them. You can see them like in other spots at other streams from time to time. But as you continue again, it's not clear how long time works kind of funny here. I think you start to pick up by the fact that it it starts to feel like shouldn't this spell have ended by now? Well, I guess you're like walking along, but you're still able to walk along the surface. It's like being back in the spirit world. It's lovely, isn't it? What, you know, time is a looser concept here. Places like this. And Muti, I will say, you, as somebody who's from the spirit world, get like you a vibe that says like you're not in the spirit world, but every once in a while you'll feel what feels like maybe like a piece of knowledge or something float underneath you in this stream. Like a, like a glimpse, not, not that you'll get the mm, knowledge, mm. but you'll be like, oh, the spirit realm is connected to this place as well. Like this, this seems to be everybody's knowledge mm. is going here. Interesting. And after, again, who knows how long, it feels like a very long time, you arrive at a place where your stream actually ends the damage here is severe. It looks like once again, there was a massive impact, but in contrast to everything else you've seen, the land in this spot has not recovered. It is barren and the ground in front of you, it looks like it's it's like it's almost gotten worse. Like the, the earth is like shattered. It's barren. It even looks like it's kind of crumbling. It is an unpleasant place. And you notice that no streams seem to be flowing into this area. And off in the distance, you're again not, distances are weird to play with here, but off in the distance, closer to you than the great beam is, is what looks like the opening of a cave. Do I recognize this cave, Jeremy? Roll me a history check. Oh, son of a... Or actually, no. Better yet, roll me an insight check. Or Arcana, whichever is better for you. It's fine. Uh, it's, it, I get. I've, I have the exact same score for all three of those. Hey! Uh, so uh, whatever it is, it's an eighteen. <laughs> okay, with an eighteen, uh, this is not the same cave. Like from a distance, it's like nah. But I think part of you says it's. I don't know if it's. You're not sure if it's like a thing of like resonance, mm. where it's like these. Uh, but there is some kind of. You feel like there is a. There's some kind of a connection here. There's a. There's a significance to the fact that this is another cave. I think Muti striding confidently out front does a full Grandpa Simpson and just do 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 just starts turning around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Muti. <clears throat> That, 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 that's, that'll be it. That'll be the, the, the place. That's, it's got the same general vibe uh, the, the, as the... Do you remember the vision, you know, that I showed you where Hongenagama mm. died in, in, in a cave? Yes, that's, that's the... That's the one. Well, it's not, that's not the one, but it's close enough to scare the living... Heck out of me. Um, 
see. It's okay. Do you want one of us to go first to see what's going on? I... I'm trying to suppress my negative thoughts of impending doom. But I will say that if any we have any chance of surviving, we should all stick together. Oh my... I just need to keep it... Keep a lid on it. Uh, I just need to keep myself centered. Isn't that right, Moocha? Thank you. Oh no. Mm. She always knows what to say to calm me down. Uh, Yim just turns to you all and is like, I know we haven't talked about that, but that doesn't seem good, right? I think no, there'll be a time and a place for it. addressing it. <laughs> no, no, they're not talking not about Yimucha. Right don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's carry on, shall we? Off we go. <laughs> okay, before we carry on, I have some more druid bullshit. Um, druid bullshit. Jeremy, um, (laughs) so we're here to talk to the Baobab trees. uh, You are here to attempt to speak to one of the spirits, because the spirits spirits, are the ones who actually speak. The Baobab trees themselves do not. Okay, I see. Um, But I assume there's a Baobab tree nearby. There are Baobab trees, yeah, within walking distance. May I go up to a Baobab tree and may I please cast Speak with Plants Dang, there it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sp- cast Speak with Plants. You, you, speak with Plants is not a spell that you cast on a plant. It's something you cast on yourself that enables you to speak to all plants. So you mm-hmm. whoo, gain the ability to speak to plants. All right. Um, hello. As soon as you cast this, you hear a chorus of voices. Uh, beautiful singing, harmonious singing. Occasionally you hear dissonant notes. It's sort of like a constant, a choral note. They, uh, sort of like an all just on a, like an ah, but like a different, a whole set of harmonies. It's like one of those Jacob Collier harmonies where he's playing every single note, but because <laughs> of the way that he like voices the chord, it doesn't sound like crap. Uh, and <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a spicy chord, but uh, you can hear like, like notes of like dissonance and occasionally you'll hear like notes of dissonance that get louder and the note takes like a darker turn then it'll take a lighter turn and more harmonious and you'll hear it's like a whole range the whole pretty much the entire spectrum of emotion is contained in this chord uh just changing each one comes to the forefront at different times that's yeah juji's like shocked and quite amazed and she kind of gets lost in it for a second and then she's like wait nope what did you okay um and then she will go up to one of the baobab trees and be like hello i'm really sorry to interrupt your singing hello hi as you speak to it the chorus gets much much louder and i think what you realize in this moment is that this tree as much as it is a tree is not like a regular plant you are able to hear the voice of the tree, but the the tree still speaks in a language you don't know. Sure, okay. You almost get the sense that the tree has responded to you. Like, as you mm. said hello, uh, and the, the music swelled, this tree just said something back, but you're not sure exactly what it was. Um, realizing this, Juju's going to be a bit deflated at first, but then I think she's going to just try and join in, just like, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, this guy. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, probably, yeah. Uh, he um, even immediately harmonizes. <laughs> just, he puts one paw up to one of his caracol ears and does the, oh, like, so he's riffing. Okay, yeah, Juju's just trying to kind of just be like, 
uh, I know you can't understand me, but we're here and we mean you no harm. Um, that kind of thing. And then we'll look to see if there are any other plans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll me an insight check. Uh, okay. Insight is something I'm potentially able to do. Yeah, you're very good at insight. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm just looking at the total, but... Yeah, that's a natural 20 for 27. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yes. All right. Meaty. Juji, uh, with, yeah, with a 27, you get the sense that you would have to do unbelievable damage in order to actually harm this place. Like, these things are not afraid of you. When you're like, we mean you no harm, it's kind of like, it's like if, it's like if, Girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like if a, a worm like came up and said, told you, hey, I don't mean you harm. Theoretically, under the right circumstances, I guess a worm could harm a human, like uh, just a regular earthworm. Like an theoretically, worm, maybe? yeah. Well, yeah. like even yeah. Look, if you get an earthworm in the wrong spot, it's bad. something. Yeah, 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 You're not looking at a worm being like, oh, I hope that doesn't get in my ear. Like it's not. It's, it's unlike that's what we were all well, Yeah, that's what we were. <laughs> Uh, but yeah as you say this and i think the other thing is that you get the sense that these trees are like they are repositories along with the spirits who appear to be like gathering the the knowledge water and imbibing it by pouring it over themselves and the various mortals who are imbibing the knowledge water these trees appear to be like repositories of incredible knowledge that they are gleaning mm. through their roots from the knowledge that flows through this place and this is a place of for the most part harmony but you do get i think what alarms you with a natural 20 is you hear silence coming from the barren area. Gross. Oh, where the, where the cave is? Yes, there's just silence. The rest of this place is ab literally singing, and there is just silence there. That's... Wowzers. Mm, that's... Yeah, I point over to the cave, and I'm like, Moody, I don't think this is just... I think you're right to be a bit... A bit... Uh, Spooked by this place. Um, yes. Uh, should uh, I, should uh, one of us, it doesn't have to be me, but uh, it, uh, talk, maybe we could try and see if the, uh, you didn't seem to get too much from the trees. The trees don't seem to, no. But maybe the, the, no. the spirits might be able to, but I think let's just keep our wits about us. I'm, again, uh, if there is an infection in this place, I don't know sort of what might cause a reaction or... You know, so just mm -hmm. just be ready. Let's <laughs> just be ready. I, I guess. Does anyone have an issue with me trying to talk to one of these spirits? No. I think that's our best option. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh hello there. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, my name is Mooty Quoba. What is your name? Uh, Mooty. <laughs> In your mind, uh, as you look at this, as you like look at this <laughs> spiritual being, uh, the spirit sort of lifts its head to gaze upon you, uh, and you hear words in a language beyond comprehension. Oh, really? To the point where it is like it is outside almost the bounds of of like magic knowledge this is like mm. whatever is being said is like 
it's almost like you're getting receiving ideas uh, as if like the knowledge that this creature has imbibed, that this uh, spirit has imbibed, it's like speaking to you from it's essentially well, to use that uh, worm metaphor. It's like if if the worm tried to talk to you in its way and then you mm-hmm. responded to the worm in English. Uh, the worm cannot conceive of English. There are like, I don't even know if worms can hear. Mm. Uh, and so like, mm. while the worm might fe- might be might be able to sense the vibrations of the sound that you're making, yeah. the idea of a worm being able to comprehend is like, yeah, I just really love the sentence. The worm cannot conceive of English. <laughs> <laughs> and this is something to, to remember. Despite despite this, I will attempt regardless uh Mm -hmm. to use my universal speech ability which allows up to four creatures that are within 60 feet that i can see to magically understand me regardless of what Mm. what language i speak basically okay Uh, and that lasts for an hour and so i will say your knowledge and comprehension is far beyond anything that i am able to grasp but me and my companions here are here to stop whatever that thing is, which we believe to be a sort of sickness or disease that is affecting this land and the memories of Wagadu. Whilst I can't fully understand you, I do implore if there is anything that you can do, any way that you can show or help us, maybe give us a, a vision of how this came to pass, uh, that we might take that knowledge and use it to aid this place and return it to the way that it once was and should be. I'll have you roll me an insight check. Okay. Can I help myself in any way on this? I don't think I can. Okay, here we go. Oh, man. 11 plus 5, so 16. Uh, can can Abuade just shift the, the focus of uh, Muti's gaze uh, onto something a little bit more uh, substantial and uh, use uh, his um, new ability to flash of genius to uh, uh, add yeah. five. Uh, so he's adding his intelligence what? modifier, which is five. I so he's adding five flash to that. of genius. Um, yeah. Yes. So good. A metal cowboy somewhere just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Such a good ability. Oh, it's so good. You said a 16 before? Yeah, so it's a 21. So it's a 21 now? Yeah. Hot bam. Okay. Well, you know, with a 21, Mooty, mm. you start to hear, like, whoa, it starts to make a just the teensiest bit of sense. Oh. And you get the sense that if you stayed here long enough, mm. and maybe if there there might be some hoops you could jump through, it'd probably take a long time, mm. and probably would ha- require you to know a lot, like, have studied these things more, sure. and have a deeper understanding of this. Uh, but you get the sense that you might be able to eventually learn some like be able to decipher what he's saying more clearly. But what you get is the impression that while these beings collectively hold all of Wagadu's knowledge, they do not each individually hold all of Wagadu's knowledge. And so this spirit, while it holds a huge amount of Wagadu's knowledge, does not hold the knowledge that is contained 
in that barren area. And I think what you would know, though, is that there is knowledge there and that these streams did used to flow through there. But mm. there is likely still knowledge to be held that, that is held inside of that cave. So oh, uh, I will turn around and say I uh, very much appreciate you uh, finding a way to communicate with me. Um, that was very helpful. I wish you, you are a being of infinite knowledge. I do really don't know if there's much I can sort of bestow upon you as way of a sort of thank you, but, um, have a good day, I guess. And I'll wheel around to the group and say, well, that's just confirmed my suspicions, uh, which is that to gain the knowledge of the thing, we have to go to the thing. So, yeah. If someone would like to blindfold me or <sighs> knock me out, I would prefer to travel that way, honestly, than walk there willingly myself. Up to you. I could do that. Uh, Thank <laughs> you. He <laughs> was also, like, cracking his slinky knuckles. <laughs> honestly, reduce me to zero hit points and let what me... If I were to just, what if I were to just grab you and hold you very, very tightly and you probably wouldn't be able to get away? Would that help? Yes. I will struggle, but it will be pathetic, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I roll I a strength? Be... Can I roll a pose strength against breath just to see how it works? We've all tried it. Abuade, it'll be your turn soon <laughs> to try and roll against breath. <laughs> I. Absolutely not. Oh, wow. I actually rolled kind of okay. Am I rolling athletics? Yeah, you're rolling athletics. Uh, this is a, basically an opposed athletics roll. So you're trying to grapple booty. I only got a 21. Oh, I, I got a 17. Which for yeah, that's good. how scared I think Mooty is. They're like, actually, like, puts yeah. up a good, He's like, please catch me. And I'm like, like, reflexively punching you. <laughs> like, like, stop. Yes, this is good. This is good. This is good. Uh, I can't get out. It's fine. <laughs> Take me to the thing. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, like, I think Reth sort of leaned over and I, I would like to fireman's lift. Absolutely. This is great. But Mooty's absolutely fighting back. <laughs> yes. Fair, fair, fair. Um, Mooty, I would, I would try to calm you down a little bit, but I feel like I'm going to need my spell slots for later. Um, I mean, whatever those are. But yes, um, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I think Mooty will just be speaking to Moocha the whole time, the whole way. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Sounds good. Okay, so do you all, uh, you all venture into this wasteland? Yeah, I guess. Trepidation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Abawade. Oh, come on. That, that <laughs> sense <laughs> as you travel. <laughs> that sense of deja vu does not go away. Oh. As in through the barren place. Yes. Ah. Interesting. It does not go away. And it keeps not going away as you walk closer and closer. The way gets harder because of how broken up the ground is. I've been here before. There are small spots where, like, if you put your hand either just to crumble away, you have to catch yourselves a few times. Uh, but again, because how wacky time here is, it's it's not clear how long when you arrive at the mouth of the cave. Uh, is it fair for me to assume that you enter the cave? Uh-huh. Yeah, we all, all right. live. Yeah. Excuse me. Can I ask? Are, are I'm we... happily going. I'm happily going first. Sorry, Mooty. Uh, are we trying to be stealthy? 
Uh, oh, I'm not. You can be stealthy you? if you want no, to. No, no, no. If, if we're that? not, that's fine. I, I, I mm. move you to start screaming. Amazing. I forgot to describe this before, but because you still had Speak With Plants kind of up for a little bit, the sound of the singing had just gotten fainter and fainter the farther oh. you walked into this area. You can't even hear it anymore. And as you all enter the cave, you see that there are springs that seem to be bubbling up from the ground as if coming from some hidden source, golden bubbly springs flowing in, further in. Uh, as you travel further into the cave, the cave again, it's the atmosphere inside of the cave is just like... Uh, and it only gets worse. It only becomes more uh, the deeper you go and you start to get the smell and it's, it's a sick smell, like a sickly smell, like a bog almost. And you arrive at a large golden ish at this point lake inside of this cave uh, that all of these springs seem to sort of be flowing into. Again, from where? The location appears to be hidden. The cave stretches back into what looks like almost infinite darkness. You're not sure how dang deep this cave is. Or even like if you've been, you definitely did have to like walk down through the cave. But you're not even sure how deep you are or how deep it goes. But sitting on the surface of the lake in the center is another spirit. A spirit that resembles the spirits that you've seen, except that in contrast, this spirit has that same kind of sickly look from the from the water that it is pouring into itself. And it seems like very rarely is the water here really moving much. So it seems like it's it's what you're looking at is what looks like stagnant, stagnant water. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what do you do having arrived here, seeing the spirit sitting on the center of the lake? I'm going to turn around so that Moochie can can see it. <laughs> It's so loud, by the way, because it's like an echoey game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Every time you turn around a little bit and I see the spirit. <laughs> I mean, Jasper as the player is is just singing, hell no, to the no, no, no. And that, that's all that's going through my head right now. Yes, we, could just, we could just talk to them, see what's going on. Spirits are friendly, mostly. No, that's not true. I um, could... Try, I guess. You don't have to. It's okay if you don't want to. Hello. Honestly, I'd rather you know. that than thank you, Abuade. Abuade, <laughs> <laughs> you call out across the water. Spirit looks up. All of you. You all now hear that, like that buzzed out, uh, way overloaded vocoder sound. <laughs> and Abuade, <laughs> you are able to make out. The sound, the words of this voice. Ooh. And it says, Hello again. Oh, ah, uh -oh. bollocks. Uh, Who is Abawade? Uh, uh, hello again to you. I uh, apologize. My memory is somewhat fuzzy. Have, have we met before? Bloody hope not. Did 
say met? Long ago. Why don't you come a little closer so we don't have to shout across this distance? Have I still got uh, water walk active? Water still walk. happening? Yeah, yeah. Still okay? Uh, water walk by this point has actually ended, but the being still like beckons you closer. Yeah. Does that so getting closer? Does that involve walking into the wading into the stagnant knowledge water? It probably would. Mm, yeah, I'm yeah gonna not, not going to have I'm that. Not want to do that. Yeah. Yim um, is going to be like, should I be the guinea pig? Should I just try it? Just dip a toe. Uh, a single toe. Yeah. Um, if you don't yim, I will, and I'm carrying Muti, no, and he's no, no, not no, going to no, like no, that. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, down, everyone, just down, gather in, gather in, gather in. And Juju's just going to cast it as a not as a ritual. She just she just casts it. She casts what walk. Yeah. All right. Juju casts the spell on each of you. Do you, I guess, approach the spirit? Yes. You're coming with me, Muti. So yeah, come down now. I think I can come down now. I'll hide behind you. I promise. I promise I'll stay. Nope. Promise I'll stay. Nope. Nope. Juju's gonna like stand on the edge of uh, like yeah she's not gonna go fully in she's just gonna like watch like you can just see her eyes over the edge of the pool just I'm not mm-hmm. good close to things I'm better just range. standing at the edge of the pool just looking yeah do you get closer mm-hmm. I guess Abawade or anyone else I yes. think me and Rath are going as well I don't have much slowly, choice in this situation <laughs> slowly walk forward the screaming is continuing Juju's just standing by the shoreline we'll be here this is fine. Yeah. Abawade, as you as you begin to approach, you hear Why have you come? Uh we uh, are seeking primarily knowledge of a being, creature, or deity known as the Spider Queen. Uh it is having a negative effect on the world of Wagadu. And we wish for aid in stopping it. The spirit sort of cocks its head to the side and then scoops some water in its calabash and pours it over itself. As the water flows and the the being glows that sickly yellow again, the spirit like sort of leans its head back almost as if in realization. And it says, Ah. Of course. And reaches up with a single finger and swipes into one of the beautiful designs, one of the yellow lines on its body. And on the tip of its finger is a drop of yellow water. And it holds its finger out to you, to each of you really, who are standing, and says, Drink. Drink. What are they saying? <laughs> okay. Can I can I take it on my finger like a dab and and then just yeah you dab like it, it. What's interesting is as you sort of reach forward and dab it, you don't you don't actually get all of the water. You get like a a little bit of the water okay. as you start to dab it on your tongue, and the spirit keeps its finger out, looking and gestures to the rest of you. And again, the rest of you are just hearing like a really buzzed out version of that. But I think you see what you see what Abawade did. So hey, uh, I think uh, it wants us to, uh, to 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 drink this drop. It seems all right. Gonna, I'm fine. Going to rotate you, Mooty? Cannot. Yes. Just remember, whilst we do this, to concentrate on the sound of my 
voice. Uh, and if you find yourself uh, swimming away in a stream somewhere else, concentrate and be drawn back to my voice as I tell you the story of uh, Dakare, uh, the uh, founder of happiness and joy here in Mugado. Basically, Moody will go on and sort of continue to sort of speak very softly, and I'm going to use counter charm. I was just thinking to myself how I've never seen counter charm in action. In action. Hey! This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to use counter charm basically during this. Uh, any creature within 30 feet of me has advantage uh, against saving throws on being frightened or charmed. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of softly like do that. And it's not like it isn't, it's not like, um, limited or anything. So I'm just going to basically keep doing that for as long as I can. Um, just in case, you know, this thing is trying to sort of charm or frighten or whatever us. So nice. <clears throat> and I'll be telling this sort of tale and weaving this sort of, and this sort of silvery magic kind of comes out of my mouth and connects to all of the, all of the people within those mm. with me. Uh, does Juji stay back or does she approach? Um, Juji is going to stay close enough to help if things go awry, but she is going to be the outlier. Yeah, she's going to stay out of the way. Okay. Does she drink? Nope. Okay. So Juji, I will say it comes about halfway on. Would that be fair? Uh, how far away are they from where I am at the edge? Uh, distances are pretty vague, but we'll say for the purpose of calculation, uh, we'll say 60 feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I think Juji's staying off the water. She's just staying fully out of it mm. just until she knows what the deal is. All right. Uh, as each of the other three of you taste the water, it is incredibly strong, uh, pungent, really probably the worst thing you've ever tasted. And there's also an element that is kind of bewitching about it. And I will need folks to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Is this against being charmed or frightened? This is against being charmed in this case. Uh, But you have advantage. Everybody has advantage on this roll. Noise, noise, noise. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. Oh, Charmony, what is it? No. Have you done? It's an eight. Oh boy! That minus one. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do much better, and I—that was—that's bad. That's eleven for me. Okay, Ooh. what's Abawade looking at? Uh, what's he I'm, rocking? I'm looking at a natural twenty. Thanks for that advantage. Oh, uh, hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Okay. All three of you start to experience something very similar. Uh, I think in this case, it's more like Abawade feels removed. Uh, And Juji, you don't see this. You see that the water around them begins to stir, but you don't see what, what they see. And what the rest of you see is as the water around you begins to stir and glow, not, but not like it's not an ethereal glow. It's almost like stage lights and rising out of the water in front of you are these watery humanoid figures uh they appear to be masked and you can hear like drums begin to play sort of setting the scene for a story 
And you watch as the figures begin to move rhythmically. The figures are going and coming. It lo- you can't even tell how many, quote unquote, actors there are in this play. But as they dance, you can see the lights casting huge shadows of their movements behind them on a wall that you didn't notice was there. A cave wall that had not been there before. It lowered down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the backdrop lowered. Abawade, you're seeing this as like, oh, I'm in the distance, like just observing this. Ref and Mooty, you are seeing this more from the standpoint of like you're in the pit. Uh, like you're in the pit orchestra or like if you're at the or if you're like at the globe and you got those seats that are like basically on the stage, like on the side yeah. of it where oh, everyone no. is staring at you box. and you're practically part of the action. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, the worst seats, honestly. <laughs> yes. The worst. Truly the worst. <laughs> you can see right into the wings. You can see everything. It's yes. terrible. <laughs> Breaks the illusion. At this play, these figures begin to dance rhythmically to the beat and they tell a story that Ref, you are very familiar with. Muti, you are vaguely familiar with. And Abawade, you get that weird sense of deja vu again. Oh, there it is. You watch as different figures wearing masks that uh, approximate, like you can tell that these masks and based on the movements and the char- the characterizations they're giving, each of these figures is representing different lineages of Wagadu. You see the Amere, the Swala, the Lion Blood, you know, the proud Lion Blood, like the, the ethereal and magical Amere. You see the Swala herder, nimble and quick, uh, each one representing a uh, different lineage in the almost the most stereotypical, like classic theatrical way possible. But there is one that only one of you recognizes, a very, very short figure, immediately clicks in your mind. This is a Megbay. Yeah. And uh, this is a term that Muti had not heard, but at the same time, you're like, wait, that's not what they're called. And you see... All of these beings living in Wagadu, living their lives, the Megbay seem to live mostly separately from the others. In contrast to the others, the Megbay, and of course the different lineages have a very strong association with spirits. You see other actors up, like representing different spirits rising up, but the Megbay seem to just be really in there with the spirits, man. And it's not just like animal spirits either. There's plant spirits, spirits of the earth, to the point where they are literally being like taught things by the spirits and are like, it's an incredibly close relationship. And the closeness of this relationship seems to be kind of separating them a bit from the other people of Wagadu. And of course, as cycles pass and people fall and knowledge is passed down, you see wedges start to form. You see, over the course of time, wars start between various lineages and they end. Great empires rise and fall. Heroes and villains, all sorts of different stories playing out. But one thing that you notice is over time, the other lineages become increasingly mistrustful of the Megbay, and in some cases, even jealous of the Megbay. During times of great famine, because of their connection to the spirits, the Megbay are often able to thrive while other lineages suffer. And while the Megbay are often willing to trade or offer things to help the other lineages survive, 
for example, a giant Akaki civilization, that could be a little bit embarrassing, or at least that's the way that they take it. They take it as somewhat humiliating, and it's as an insult that these little people who live out in the woods are aiding them, the great empire. And this misunderstanding grows into a resentment, a jealousy, in some cases a fear. Who are these people who have allied themselves with the very spirits of the earth? They have, you can see like rock like beings rising up and a whole range of different things. And over time, a plan is hatched and you see different lineages start to speak to each other. And you can see like as the negotiations are proceeding. They will turn back dramatically to look at the Megbay, who are rarely involved in these discussions. In fact, they become less and less involved and the discussions become, you can tell more and more about the Megbay. And then the plan is enacted and you watch as the other lineages all around different parts of Ugadu descend upon the Megbay. In some cases, independently of each other. But it's as though, like, the spirit of, well, all of the different spirits, essentially, the spirit of fear, of suspicion, of hatred, has risen up in all of these groups of people. And they turn on the Megbay. The, the, the actor's performance who is playing the Megbay is so powerful that you begin to feel those feelings. Your representations of families being separated, slaughter, enslavement, exploitation. Uh, this takes place over decades. And you feel an, an immense sense of pain. But it is around this time that you start to see the Megbay begin to shrink as if there is less and less physically shrinking in on itself as the other nations are surrounding it. The only word for it is genocide, what is happening. And in desperation, the Megbay cries out to its spirit allies. And just as the rest of Wagadu are on the brink, it seems, of wiping the Megbay out, the spirits rise up around them and spirit them away. And it is here where the play kind of hits a, a wall, so to speak. You see the actors start to move, but aren't really able to. It's almost as if something is preventing the players from finishing this play. And in this moment, I think you get a sense that this, this and as, by the way, as you are watching this, I think each of you, your minds are kind of in contact, those of you who have drank the water. So even if you are not consciously speaking, you are able to communicate. You get the sense that if you pushed deeper into this knowledge, that you might be able to find out what you're missing. But I will let the three of you communicate in this moment. Can we interact with the actors? Uh, the actors aren't so much people. It's like literally like apparitions that have come and are acting here. But like, can we, can I, can Reth like try and go towards them and talk to them and say, what happens next? We have to keep going. Uh, yeah, you walk on stage. The actors immediately are, you get the sense that all of them are like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, they're not saying anything, but they kind of look at you like, Whoa, as if a person just, it's basically an audience member just walked on stage uh, in the middle of the play. <laughs> I think if uh, Muti slung over Reth's shoulder, we'll just sort of like try and reach <laughs> down to like Reth's hand and like grab it and be like, and like look at Reth Try and, like, look round and be like, I think we have to embrace this and 
then we would find out what happens next. It's, it might get a little uncomfortable, but just sort of, I guess, let it happen. <laughs> I'll be right here. Uh, Wade, are you coming? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's that down there? He's <laughs> <laughs> like way up in the in the gods. It seems he has opera glasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's looking around for like a concession stand, see if he can get the two some, like, of you were like the and, grumpy yeah. old man muppets who were in the box, just like. History, more like a mystery. <laughs> I always said Ref was a player. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll ask Ref to move to that sweet spot on the stage where you get maximum resonance, and I'll say, Abawade, are you coming? <laughs> are, are we. Oh, we're going down onto the stage. Does it. I mean, I don't think you have to physically move. This was a ref decision. Like a, oh, oh, yes, I would like to finish the play. <laughs> yes, <please>. yes. <laughs> good uh, good I'll, okay I'll, I'll go back I'll, I'll kind of like go sorry sorry and like go back <laughs> to let the audience <laughs> sorry sorry please carry on <laughs> please carry on <laughs> You guys get the sense that you have to push because there is something. What are we pushing? Holding I was them back. To push them. Here's what we're saying, or here's what I'll say. This is less of a physical thing and more of like a metaphysical thing. Well, I don't no, even know. No, Ref needs to physically push something. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 would like to. If you wish to push them further, <laughs> I will need you. Push, I will need you to physically roll me an insight check. All of physically. you. The DC for this. Uh, the DC for this is oh, no. 45 however what oh uh right. it's going we're okay. going to add, i'm going to add your totals together those of you who are currently watching the play each of you can roll i will say that yim can give abawade advantage and i will say that because <laughs> yeah. because both muti and ref failed that save you have advantage on this check this insight check okay uh also, Jeremy, sorry, uh, this, I really should know this because it's the name of our entire empire, but it's completely left and abandoned my brain. Mm. Could you please remind me of the name that I know the, uh, the them as? Wakon Yingo. Wakon Yingo. Yeah, thank you. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm rolling. Roll. You have it, advantage when I roll on the singularly, roll. it's fine. Yeah, I roll yeah that's what absolute. I mean. When I roll with advantage, it sucks. Yes, mm. absolute pants. Oh God! Absolute. What do we get? Bollocky pants. What are we looking at? Six. A six total. Okay, so that's yeah. six. Oh, so you only got to get thirty-nine. Person so was six. here. The last dude, you got to hit thirty-nine. <laughs> yeah. What did Mooty get? I don't think that's going to happen. I only got a thirteen. Okay, yeah, that takes it down to a twenty-six. <laughs> How insightful <laughs> are you, everybody? Which is me. I have no. I have no pluses to. <laughs> Insight. The only, we need the, inside person. the only insightful person is currently uh, just like watching what? eyes narrowed from the side, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, here's what I will say. If you're trying to boost this, Muti, I will let you expend Bardic Inspiration, and Abawada, I believe you can expend Flash of Genius if Would you we... wish to. Can, you fla- can I use Flash of Genius? multiple times i've got several slots like, yeah you can how, you how, can uh use it can i use it on several yeah. versions i'll let you for yeah, the purposes I'll, I'll of definitely, this i'll definitely use it on myself uh, i'll definitely use it on myself so that changes my 16 to a 21 okay um so i've got so uh Abogu yeah i'll a spend a bardic inspiration roll a d8 oh uh, yeah who are you giving it to someone 
I'll give it I'll give it to to Reth. Okay. Come on, Reth. Roll a D8. Make it good, please. It has to be good. You can do it. It has to be good. What was an eight? Yeah. Oh, that's yes. a, I think that takes us over. That's right. Yeah. That takes Reth up to a 14. Muti's okay. at a 13, so that's a 27. Uh, and Abawade was at a, went up to a 21. 21. Tw- 21. Yeah. Ooh. It's 48. Uh, yeah, there we go. Well. I did not think that was going to work. Well. Well done. In that case. You guys uh, look deeper and like even like you get the sense like you're, you were close and you had to push through even expending some of your magical abilities to get through. You get two things. The first thing you see a depiction now of this grove. And I think as you see this grove, again, this is the actors sort of like, uh, this is a full interpretive dance. We'll say they have gone full interpretive dance, but under the circumstances, you are able to understand that they are representing this grove. And all of those great wars and massive events that you saw in the past begin to appear here as what look like impacts. And those culminate with the genocide of the Megbay that you just witnessed. And all of that fear, anguish, pain, terror, trauma causes a gigantic impact. But as you watched all those other impacts occur, they would over time heal. And this one, it starts to try and heal. But you see... Uh, as the actors switch back to playing the people of Wagadu, who are confronted by the spirits and admonished for their actions by the spirits. And and as, as the generations start to pass, start to feel a strong sense of guilt and shame for what they had done, as well as just a great sense of fear now from the spirits themselves. Are the spirits going to force them to to try and pay reparations, that is? The people of Wagadu gather together a group of the most powerful spellcasters. And you see spellcasters from every lineage rising up, gathering together, and meeting. And they formulate a spell, an incredibly powerful spell. So powerful, it would be, in mechanical terms, considered an epic level spell, above ninth level. And this spell suppresses Wagadu's collective memory, erasing most people's knowledge that the Megbay even existed. In the few cases where groups of people do remember the Megbay, they remember snippets almost as legends of what happened in the past. And in rare cases, in no cases, do they re- retain any sense of shame over what happened. And it is at this point that those groups of people start to formulate, because if you have a collective memory of something, your brain is going to fill in the de- the details. The word Megbay is gone. So words like Wakonyingo start to come forward. Oh, yeah, they were the Wakonyingo. Yeah, we, we fought them a long time ago. They were in our way. We took this place. And now the people of Vagadu are free to live upon this land. There is a sense of relief, a sigh of relief among the people of Vagadu. But because of the damage done to the memory of Vagadu and the suppression of the memory of Vagadu, that wound never heals. 
unlike all of the other wounds, it never does heal. And the last part of this particular piece of information, as you gaze upon the various faces, and here's where you start to see actual like specific faces. These look like they're actual because before they were representations of different lineages. You see as the actors stand assuming various poses, you see as their their features begin to transform into what you can only assume are the faces of powerful spellcasters past. One of the leaders of this incredibly powerful group of spellcasters is none other than Abawade. I knew it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I knew it. Oh my god. Oh. The second piece of information that you get. You realize that, in case you hadn't already, that golden beam rising into the sky is composed of these various streams that you see, which are gathered together mm-hmm. here and drawn into. The dream realm, what you are looking into above you is the dream realm where the great weaver, as you know, dwells and must be weaving all of this knowledge into the web of Wagadu's collective memory. And this cave, despite being separated from the wet rest of Wagadu's knowledge streams, is still connected to that web. As much as it barely flows, it is essentially stagnant water. It is still connected to that web. Which means that connecting to this knowledge, this knowledge that few, if any, have contacted in who knows how long, is like the equivalent of touching the thread of a spider's web. Which will, of course, (sighs) notify any beings, uh, any spiders who might be uh, sitting in that that web. web. Of your presence. And it is at this point, Juji, that you see the water, which has been stirring through all of this. You see things rising. The bubbles that you're seeing aren't actually bubbles. And it's tough to make out at first because they're, they're almost the same color as the water. Yellow stones. A multitude of yellow stones Mm. rising up, sprouting legs, covering your companions, swarming out of the water to cover you. (laughs) And before any of you are able to do anything, you are dragged by millions of... (laughs) There's no spell here, my friend. You are all dragged by millions of spiders into the pool below the surface of the stagnant pool and as the water fills Uh. your nostrils and eyes and ears before you even had a chance to process all of the insanity that you've seen the rush of those same memories those feelings that you had experienced begins to overwhelm you and and you hear a chorus of experiences uh, of traumas not just from the Meg Bay but from all sorts of people across different cultures and as those sensations overwhelm you, that is where we will end this session. 
God uh, dang it. I didn't get to see the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... Juju left herself out this yes. time. I thought yeah. for a moment Juju left herself out of the like, room this time. Oh, yeah. thank goodness Juju is here to, to see this issue that's a pro- no, Yeah, no, I was she's like, cool, no, here, I, I can yeah. see. Oh, no, no, all right. No, yeah, okay. no, <laughs> no. Sorry, that's my bee. And just in case oh. anyone is new to watching Three Black Halflings actual play content and wondering why uh, the players tend to have such a visceral reaction when Jeremy calls himself the friendly <laughs> neighborhood DM, it is because he does stuff like this, describing <laughs> all of us being drowned by millions of spiders. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had like, a visceral reaction. Pretty, I've been trying. I felt Liv tried to crawl out of her own yeah, skin. Like, I I've the... genuinely been trying to like oh, assimilate like. to like spiders and i've been watching like yeah. desi- like desensitization videos just like okay yeah. i haven't watched them move oh. it's fine but with that i was still like you held it together right? yeah. i saw the initial thing and then it seemed like yeah. the you the 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 trading like kicked in and you're like okay no it's okay Oh, it's fine. We're it's fine. Thanks. He did a lot better than okay. me in than I did in episode one of Wagadu. Put it that way. Oh my god! Yeah, you should have seen Jasper <sighs> when, when he saw a snake for the first time in Wagadu. Yeah, that's because I've been uh, dying. Yeah. 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 You ran out of camera. You ran off camera. I thought it was a log. <laughs> yeah. it was a giant. It was it's awful. true. He was anyway. Ah. Mm. Well, on that note, uh, that's it for this episode mm. of Tales of Wagadu uh. with Curse of the Spider Queen. Uh, uh. Let's, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? We'll start with you, uh, Shamini. <laughs> I would like to plug my uh, Twitter and Instagram at Esbundel, and also all of the science and RP Geeks D&D science content I post there. Really good. Yes, it's very good. Very good. All right. Uh, Liv. If you have recovered enough, do you have anything that you would like ah, to? Ah, yeah. Yes. I am at Does Dark Magic on Twitter. And also you can check out uh, youtube.com forward slash Dicebreaker if you want to see more fun content that's tabletop related over there um, from me. Uh, and uh, also subscribe to the Three Black Halflings YouTube channel. There's There are yeah. some videos up there now, including the one you're there watching. Is. But look, this Ooh. is a very confusing timeline for me. It's like we're in the world that Jeremy was describing. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> Time has no meaning. It, does. it really doesn't. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, go to my Instagram. It's it's fun. Uh, it's at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra. I do stuff on this thing behind me. It's lots of instruments that I made into one instrument. And I also sometimes it's upload uh, cool. stuff that I do for uh, for the show and for other things as well. And if you should like a custom piece of music composed for your uh, podcast, private D&D campaign, indie game, or getting drowned by millions of spiders, <laughs> then and uh, if you have time uh, between screams, uh, then just slide into my DMs. <laughs> oh, but the thing is that yeah, as you're screaming, and the spiders go into spiders your mouth. Spiders are filling, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. Don't scream. You can't scream. Yeah. You can't scream. Yeah. And uh, Johnny yeah, can't work your mouth. sound your screams into the track. <laughs> just yeah. do a close yeah. mouth will, yeah. scream. I'll record, record them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can sort all your screams. I'll them. Yeah. I'll turn them into some lovely Jacob Collier-style chords. There you go. Of despair. There you go. Bring it He goes beyond the 12-tone system. He goes to full indian 16 tone <laughs> microtonal uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> microtonal uh and jasper uh do you have anything you like to plug uh i'll plug bug spray 
Um, mm. Mm. I wish I had Wicious. a lot of that on me right now. Or, or Mooty had a lot of that on him right now. Um, and uh, I guess that uh, we, I mean, Jeremy, if you want to do this bit, you can. But we could say what's happening on the next episode. The next two oh, episodes, yes. in fact. Uh, I'll, I'll say it. I think I think we should tell people what's happening. Tune in yeah, for the, no, if, you the been, if you haven't been watching the videos so far, you gotta for the final two. Because, folks, for the first time since the oh very God. first episode we ever recorded of Three Black Halflings <sighs> Actual Play, the first time since <sighs> that episode... We will be recording the final two episodes, uh, not the final two, excuse me, the next two episodes of this season series okay, okay. in person, in person, <laughs> in a real studio wow. this time, not in a oh flat, in a studio that is designed. In an actual proper studio. Yes. Mm. Uh, you get very yeah. excited. And so... I just want to quickly shout out a huge uh, thank you to the High Rollers team, uh, to the wonderful yeah. Mark Foods, who has um, been allowing us to orchestrate this whole thing um, and has just been a huge champion for, for us and for UK-based uh, TTRPG stuff. So a massive, massive thank you to High Rollers. Uh, if you, for some reason, don't know who High Rollers <laughs> are, absolutely go check them out. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be throwing a link uh, in the descriptions uh, for this yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, huge, huge thank you because we're going to be using the freaking High Rollers yeah. Yeah. to record that tweet. Wow. And go check out our I interview am... with Mark because uh, we had him on the show. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, great. It's awesome. It's a great, it's yeah. a great Isn't it called it's The Ultimate interview. Space Wanker? Um, That's the name of the episode? I think it is called The Ultimate Space yeah. Wanker, yeah. yeah. And I remember talking, talking to, to, to Jade, the producer, and saying, can we, can we put Wanker in the title? Jay was like, well, you say it like 40 times in the episodes. I don't know what much yeah. difference there is. I was like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah good times. Go, yeah. go check that so out. There we are. Uh, and uh, and yeah, out. I'm Jeremy Cobb. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb one Cobb with two P's, the number one. Also on Instagram, I started to remember what my Instagram name was and I forgot it again, but I am on there. I don't have any photos, but mm-hmm. if you find me, give me a follow. Nope. It, it always makes me smile a, a little well, bit. Well, uh, but you know what's more important? <laughs> oh, yeah. JW underscore Cartwright, if you want to find yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, and sorry. yeah, more important than following my Instagram, Thanks. go follow Jasper on Twitter and go follow Three Black Halflings on Twitter at three. That's the number three Black <laughs> Halflings on Twitter, uh, Instagram. What did I what did I say? Did I say down for a sec? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and all the all the porn sites as well. Uh, I, okay, oh, sorry, it. just real quick, just because we can't cut that out because it's too funny. Because obviously on the video yeah, that you fine, all watch at home, yeah. just yeah, it but I just want to do a quick <laughs> yeah. reaction of what just happened. <laughs> Have you seen the meme of the monkeys with the things on their, they, they, they do the whooping things on their neck? Uh, uh, and there's like a meme where it kind of goes like, oh, like this, but it kind of like, there's like a meme where it kind of goes, <laughs> Jeremy basically on a heart one when you can go, froze like this. And then he went, oh. I like that. It's really, really entertaining. How I feel when I follow three black halflings on various social media sites, you know? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Uh, That's awesome. I love Gibbons. Uh, Proud to be proud to be a glitch Gibbon. 
I'm screen recording, <laughs> which means we can release that as yes! it actually happened. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Okay. Uh, but okay. yes, uh, and Good. also, by Patreon the way, thing. if you want to hear us talk behind the scenes about everything mm. and hear about uh, all of the combats that have been planned and aborted, including the one that might have happened in this episode, uh, <laughs> oh, go no. check out the Three Black Halflings Patreon <laughs> at TB Halflings on Patreon. Uh, go check uh-huh. us out. Go just throw us some muns and, you know, support the show. You get all sorts of behind the scenes stuff. It's great. Yeah, loads of stuff. Oh, Tales of Fugadu, the curse of the Spider Queen. So long, Shire Folk. An ultimate episode of Tales. That's a word for Tales of Fugadu, the curse of the Spider Queen. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. to be a glitch given that was a headgum podcast <laughs>